the Make Time to Play podcast with me, Georgia Jones, brought to you by the Make Time to Play campaign. Make Time to Play provides parents and carers with hundreds of free play ideas and resources to keep your little ones entertained, whilst talking about the various benefits of play that aids child development. You can download the free Make Time to Play app on iOS and Android for more than 450 play activities which allows you to filter the activities by your child's age, your play setting, and number of children playing. On today's podcast, we will be talking to Paul and Chantel from Over the Wall, a charity that provides free activity camps throughout the UK for children with health challenges and illnesses. They talk about how important their activity challenges and play activities are for the children's confidence, as well as ensuring play is inclusive for everyone by giving the children who attend the opportunity to participate in activities they wouldn't necessarily be able to do without the medical support provided on site. They also discuss the impact that COVID has had on their camps and how taking the camps virtually has enabled them to reach more children. Today I am joined by Paul Green and Chantel Tovey, who are from Over the Wall, which is a transformative camp for, for children and families with serious illnesses. But I'm sure that you guys can tell me about it in a lot more detail and a lot better than I can. So starting with you, Paul, could you just you know give us a little lowdown on what you do and kind of what the camps are about? Yeah, yeah. So um the camps have like uh, their history is kind of based in America where it began with um, a famous actor called Paul Newman. Mm. So I think it was like 1988. He had this this dream or this idea where because camp such a big thing in America, people go and do activity camps that there was nothing for a child who was like suffering with like a health challenge or had a serious illness. So he went away and he created this amazing camp called Hole in the Wall. And then in 1999, we ended up opening at Over the Wall over here in the UK. So, like you said, we are a camp that like transform um, lives for for kids or young people with a health challenge or their families. So we're all about bringing them in and running like um, activity camps where it's all intentional about what we do to try to help them have an opportunity to do something they normally wouldn't get to do. Amazing. And what's your what's your role within the within the camp then? Uh, so I'm kind of like a jack of all trades. So I've been in lots of different roles as time's gone on. <laughs> Um, but at the moment, I'm the interim operations manager. Um, so it's kind of looking at the day-to-day running of camps and the preparation time we put in months beforehand, getting ready for uh, when our awesome young people and uh, children and families arrive. Right. And they're all based in the UK, did you, did you say? They're, they're not kind of... Yeah, so that's one of the, the special things about us, I think, is um, a lot of the other camps would have like um, a set campsite where they bring everyone to them. Um, but I think we're in a really, really lucky situation where we're kind of like a traveling circus. We bring our camp to people across the UK. So we've got like sessions in Dorset. We go all the way up to Scotland, then in Perthshire. Um, we are in the Midlands as well. Uh, and we're all across kind of the UK. So we can kind of travel to locations, which makes us a lot more accessible for families and, and people out there who kind of need our service. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm sure a lot of the families we've we've very poorly children probably don't want to travel too far do they oh definitely not yeah i think i think when you bring it close to them it's, it's really good that way so we do like a range in all of those like locations we do family camps and we'd also do like our health challenge or siblings camps 
So we've got like three kind of core services we kind of provide. So one is like where the child with the health challenges will come away for four nights, five days. We've got another session there where we focus on the sibling. So they get the opportunity to come to camp as well. And they get to be like the main focus and get to enjoy and meet other kids who are maybe caring for their siblings too and get to kind of share those experiences. But I think the really cool thing we do as well is family camps. And this is a really nice way where like mum or dad and the whole family can travel to a camp nearby, take part and enjoy it. And then kind of, like you said, have that more um, understand about what we do to feel comfortable bringing their child to a camp and letting them come for their own experience. Mm, I mean, it just sounds fabulous. And it obviously must be a bit of a, a break as well for some of the families that are kind of, you know, predominantly carers of their child. Um you know, it must just be nice for them to have, well, the extra help from people that actually kind of know what they're doing and know how to deal with children with certain illnesses. So Chantelle, what's your your role at the camp? So I'm the programme coordinator. So my job is I come up with like all the activities that the campers and the families will take part in. And then I also figure out the schedule and how it's all going to run. Uh, and as Paul said, we've got so many different sites. So we use their activities as well. So it's just making sure it all fits in and everyone gets to try something new and meal times and everything else was all organised in there. It must be, like, I can't even imagine trying to, just organising to go out the house to go, like, camping is, a, is a, an effort, let alone doing it for families with children that are poorly. Like, it must be, you know, such hard work trying to, the logistics of that blow my mind. Um. I mean, it do, it does just sound like such a lovely thing. And are you intense? The, uh, it's just because of the word camp. I'm like, is it tents or is it is it buildings? No, it's always in buildings. So we some of the sites we use, some of them are like activity centres the majority of the year. Others right. are like boarding schools and we turn up during the holidays and we take over. Ah. Um, so again, we in our travelling circus, we turn up and we turn a maths classroom into an arts and crafts room. Um, so we decorate and we rearrange and we absolutely just take over and turn it into our place. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all the all the campers, all the volunteers will all be staying in beds, in bedrooms. And for anyone that doesn't um, kind of understand what, why these camps are important, what, what's kind of the reason behind it? Why is it so important for the children and for the families? So I, I think um, for, for a child with like a health challenge or a serious illness, it, it can be really difficult and you, you can end up missing a lot of stuff. So like your, your everyday school trips, you might be able to attend those because there's not the medical coverage to look after your illness. Or for example, even if you had like, an anaphylactic allergy you know it might not be the safest location for you so you're going to miss out on those kind of opportunities and experiences but also I think we find a lot of our kids that come to camp also have a lot of hospital visits or time away from home um, so that can be really difficult as well and they might miss out on the opportunity to to take part in activities or, or just be a kid like in everyday life you know there's this other aspect of your whole life that takes control so we are all about creating that opportunity where you come to camp you could be in school you've never met someone with the same condition all of a sudden you go to this camp you've got like 50 60 70 other kids who might be going through a similar situation so all of a sudden you realize you're not the only one and you get a chance to like create these incredible experiences and try this climbing wall you've never gotten to do before or you get to go and do arts and crafts or we even set up this movie night where you can do a movie night that you've never gotten to do before um and just creating those chances to, 
I think Chantel might tell us a bit more about the TR model we do, but it's all about creating an opportunity where we can build our confidence and social skills as well. So they kind of realize how amazing they are and kind of what they can do, they can achieve anything. Do you find that the, um, the children come away from camp kind of with a newfound confidence then? Yeah, so they'll tend to come to us for four nights, five days, and you can just see the change in all of them as the week goes on. And then some of them will come back like the next year or a couple of years later, and you'll just see every time the child just changing, they'll get more confident, they'll be trying new things, pushing themselves out of their comfort zones. And then by the time they're picked up on the Friday, like the adults don't recognise their child. And they're just like, <laughs> it's the happy child's come bounding out again. And it's just, that's amazing to see. Yeah, it must be so lovely for the parents as well, not even being there, mm. dropping off this one child and coming back and picking up like a, a child with this completely new lease of life and a personality change probably a little bit. Yeah, I think it's when they get picked up, it's just so positive uh, because everything they've gone through during the week and it's just even like Paul said even something like a movie night they might not get to do but sitting with their friends and enjoying it and then dance parties in the in the dining hall where just being silly and just being a child just being a kid yeah. uh, and then yeah challenging themselves it's just all this stuff happens over five days and it just changes like this amazing positive effect on them so lovely is there a um is there a, this is a really strange question but is there like a level of illness that that they would that they have to be able to come to camp or is it can it be from something as simple as having an out like you said a you know an allergy where they could go into anaphylactic shock or it's a it's a real wide, wide range to be honest and i don't think like so last year we served over 300 different illness types um right. so like it's a real real wide wide range um and we will serve a variety of illnesses that we know we can support at camp um, and I think the best thing for any any family, any parent, any child, any carer is, is to look at our website and you can kind of see a bit more information about, you know, how you can come to camp and what kind of illness specifics uh, we take. Because we take such a wide range as long as we can support that child. Um, mm. But the amazing thing for us is we have that medical support at camp. So we've got like these volunteer doctors, nurses that are there to support the child. That's amazing. So you actually have doctors and nurses on site in case any any child is having any sort of issue to help with with that. Yeah, so they'll be there. Uh, they'll be there the whole week, and then they'll do sort of any medicines or anything like that they need to do in the mornings, the evenings, lunchtime, whatever time is for that child. And then they'll also will pair them up with groups. So they'll go around the activities with the campers, so they can be there to keep an eye and make sure that you know, they're always safe. So we're always keeping on. There's always a doctor with a group or a nurse with a group. And yeah, they're, they're honestly amazing. That's fabulous. That must put the, the parents' minds, when the parents aren't there, just at complete ease knowing that there's, you know, a professional on hand. Yeah. Especially at all times as well, not just kind of, you know, like the school nurse used to just sit in the in the, in the the office and we'd call her if we needed her, if someone yeah. needed a plaster or whatever. But they, <laughs> they, are, they are there with the groups yeah and we uh call them uh we call them beach art when they're at camp so they all walk around in bright pink you can spot them across the field you know exactly who to get if you need them yeah. and they're, honestly they're wonderful yeah <laughs> walking around ready to go 
That's amazing. Yeah, they need to be in bright pink. What else? <laughs> um, now, would families be able to do things like this if it wasn't for these camps? I think it's a, it's a lot more difficult for like families to, to take part in some of the activities that we offer because there's so much more you have to think about. Um, if you've got a child with a health challenge, like you have to think about, for example, allergies, if you're going to a restaurant, can you go to a restaurant? Like what, what's safe, what's not? Um, or if you've other conditions, there's a lot more stuff you have to take away and you have to make sure that they're okay and safe. Um, and you might not have the resources or the equipment as well to go to certain places like we would have. Um, so I think we provide an opportunity for families to, to do that as a, as a child or as a sibling, but as a whole family unit as well, which is really important. Mm. Because although you might get to do certain things, sometimes you might have a sibling who might have to stay with a family member outside of the immediate family while... You're doing other bits and pieces, whereas we give a chance for the whole family to come together. And you get to experience this amazing, like, three-day camp together as a whole group. And like you said, you see this massive change in the kids, but you also see this huge change in the parents too. Yeah. So sometimes you get family members who are there the first day, and they're like, oh, I don't know if I really want to be here. You know, I'm not really sure about it. And then by the last day, they're dancing, face paint all over them, fancy <laughs> dress. <laughs> In full flow, loving it, and you, you can't get them out the door. And you're like, okay, camp's over now, time to go home. But they just get so into it, and it's amazing to see. Um, That's brilliant. So the parents are almost enjoying it more than the kids. <laughs> oh, definitely, and it, it's for them too as well because they get to see like their their child do stuff they wouldn't think they could do. Yeah, but also it goes into it too. So you were outside the zipline tower, and next thing like uh, you've got a little uh, a, like. Maybe uh, one of their child's asking mum or dad to go down the zip line. And mum and dad's afraid of heights here. Like, so they're stretching <laughs> themselves as well. And like, oh, the cheering afterwards. And it's just, you're creating really, really great family experiences and memories. That's really good. But also, like we said, the TR model is making them realise that they can put themselves in a the stretch zone and they can achieve whatever they want. So you're encouraging people to not be afraid to put yourself out there and try something new or to... You know, try something that's a little bit harder that takes you out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. It's so lovely, like, because I guess as well, like, they, they would never day-to-day -day be in situations where they probably are having to push themselves, you know, out of their comfort zones. So to even have that kind of part brought of their life brought to them is just fabulous. And it's something that, you know, I'm sure they kind of just go through life, almost some of them just existing and doing the same thing day to day and then you introduce a camp like this and all of a sudden their their life and what they can can do is just completely opened i bet they just want it to be like a month long thing don't they some of them <laughs> we do get that a lot <laughs> always in the feedback isn't it Shanta? always always can 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 be forever can can be longer can we do it again yeah. and honestly if we could we would just always always come um, but yeah, it is amazing because, as you said, like they're all, anything they're worried about when it comes to camp, we take it away. The washing up, they don't even have to think about it. They can just focus on being a family. Right. They just don't get that. So, When it's the um, the family camps, do they have time kind of apart? So do the kids do things and parents do activities separately? Yeah, so we split the program or schedule into, so they'll have like an evening activity kind of in their family units and then we'll split them off so the parents can go and have a bit of parent time. We'll have younger campers and teenagers and then in the daytime as well, we'll split it. So we'll have a couple of activities where they'll be in age groups 
or right. near enough age group. So like the younger children, the teenagers will be doing something and the adults will be off doing something for themselves as well, which again right. is like something they probably don't get a lot of time to do is just talk to other adults. Uh, yeah. So even 15 minutes having a cup of tea can make like, such a big difference. But we tend to get a lot, quite a bit more silly than that. But um, <laughs> but then we'll do other activities. Yeah, like as Paul said, like the bigger ones, the zip line, where we'll bring them back as families and then they can go around together. So it's quite a divided day where they get a bit of time away and then back together. And then, yeah, in the evenings we do it as well. And it's always amazing, like the fam- uh, the parents and the teenagers always tend to in those times like get really deep in their conversations really yeah it's really it's really weird to see it happen but it's really cool it's amazing how quick it happens when it's only like the second day they've met each other and yeah I can, I can imagine so do they have any well while they're there is there anything like any like therapy or anything like that because i can imagine imagine when some of the parents get there they kind of have a big oh like um you know i'm having a break you know uh, or some help or you know not every camp we pair up with some partners sometimes so we'll partner up with uh some other charities who know like more about the specific illness so sometimes they can bring along experts so they can answer the questions a lot better than myself and Paul probably can um so those sometimes it's there it's not unfortunately at every camp though do and do you have to just thinking about kind of the, the, ch- the children that are coming do you have to do the parents have to fill out like a form so that you guys know that you have every kind of thing that you need to cater for that specific child yeah yeah so like we have a medical team who do like assessments of a child before they come to camp and the idea behind that is to make sure we know how to support and best I can but but not only that as well, you kind of get to know the child a bit. So we're really inclusive of everyone. And we plan, like, Chantel does an unbelievable programme where it's like every minute is detailed. Like she said, to the, the 50 minutes of parent time is actually a chance for them to meet other parents going through a similar situation and have, like, create new supports or talk about stuff they never get to talk about to mm. every single activity is inclusive of everyone. So if we know a certain higher-ups activity can't be done by everyone because of their applications... We won't put that on so nobody knows. So we will never put on an activity that not everyone can get involved in. I think that's right. really important. So we'd like plan, Chantel will plan all the activity programs to make sure they're inclusive of everyone. And like if we do change something, we'll change the name of it too. So no one is aware this is why we're changing something, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So they're, they're not aware that they're not doing that activity because of their disability. It's just not there so they don't even need to think oh well I, I want to go up that the zip wire it's just not on their their program yeah yeah because like they, they face so many challenges every day that we try to remove every single one of those obstacles and it's it's very like seamless and we've got like say if you've got 10 campers in the team you'd have maybe eight or nine volunteers in that team as well so there's so right. much support there and these volunteers know how to get the the most of these campers to help like encourage them to try new things and also be there to support them if they have any like worries or concerns too so it's like yeah so it's like a really planned system of how we can get the most out of these kids so they can have the opportunity to really learn about themselves as well and part of that really is getting the information beforehand which is provided Mm. by like say the parents or the, the healthcare professionals so we know how to support that child best when they come to camp that's that's brilliant it's it's funny because you don't think when you talk about this camp you don't realize 
how much goes on behind the scenes and how much work you guys must be doing literally throughout throughout the year just to you know just for what like for one camp it, it must it's just phenomenal so how many camps roughly do you have it well I mean obviously it's been a bit different hasn't it but normally how many camps would you roughly have say a year um it can it can vary quite a bit so we, we were running 15 maybe 16 sessions across the year across the whole UK wow. um and obviously with COVID we've had to stop in the meantime um, mm. we're planning to go back to residentials but we'll probably build up again as we go as we go back um, but we'll be planning to have sessions in all of our major locations but we want to have some in Scotland in the Midlands and in the South just so they're available to everyone so we'll yeah. normally have maybe a family camp a health challenge camp and a siblings camp in each region um, just so we can offer it out to everyone who would like to take part um, but we've got a whole new online offering that Chantel has been creating some amazing stuff and content on, which is pretty cool. So what's that, Chantel? Will you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so obviously, much like the rest of the world, we had to go virtual last year. Um, <laughs> and we we created a Camp in the Cloud. So it's our way of bringing camp to our campers in their own homes. Um, so we packed up a week's worth of activities into a box and in, so they open the box they've got different colored envelopes for different days in each envelope is everything they'll need for each activity and then they also have hot chocolates so they can have cabin chat in the evening and join us they have their team t-shirts so they can wear it and be part of camp they have face paints in there so they can join in with challenges and then they log on to the platform uh, on the monday and then this year we're going straight into cabin chats first thing on the monday evening so they can meet their team and then on the Tuesday, they'll have like one big activity and one small, same with Wednesday, Thursday. And they have free flows as well that they can do throughout the time. And they can join like Zoom chats with uh, their teammates during that time as well, during the day. They can work together to do the activities or they might have already finished it, but they can discuss it or just have completely random conversations, which is always wonderful to be a part of. Uh, and we get our volunteers involved as well in the evenings. So we've been doing that for our HC and sibling camps. So it's been, they spend the whole week. They do have, we do have some downtime so they can, uh, obviously if they've got doctor's appointments or it's the middle of summer, so they're, they're out for the afternoon and then it's like really flexible for them. But we also have been doing like a day camp for families. So they'll log on really early in the morning. It's like 12 hours. So again, they can come and go as they please, but they'll have like a few activities that, you wouldn't know like you might do as a family but like when you actually when they actually get the time to sit down and do it it just doesn't happen so now yeah. we've sent it and we've made the time and they've got to sit down and do it and they get to bond with the family so this year we're doing like canvas trees which they get to paint and then make it into like a family tree and oh. some of the pictures that have come back have been absolutely brilliant uh some of the live activities they've been doing as well like coding challenges so they all get involved with that. And we always round it off with a family quiz. And then before we go into like a bit of adult time again, but the family quiz is hilarious because it's like at the end of the day, everyone's competitive and it's just, uh, it's absolutely amazing to see all the families working together. And it's just really, it's really good fun. Like, and I bet the parents are the worst, aren't they? <laughs> with the competitive. Oh, so competitive. <laughs> I've no doubt. And the, the activities you were talking about, are they done kind of as a group over Zoom or are some of them 
separate. I think you kind of mentioned. So some of them are pre-recorded. So it'll be yeah. a nice little video. They can stop, they can rewind and they can take their own time doing it. Others are done live over Zoom, but those are ones, so it's more like the coding activity so they can follow along on their own devices and they can work together, which is really nice. Uh, we do have like an open Zoom. So if campers want to join in and have a chat while they're doing their activity, they can. So it's really nice and again, flexible because if they've, they're busy in the morning and they miss the activity, they can just do it a bit later on. Like they have the envelope, they have all the instructions. So it just makes it really nice and easy to fit into their day. And how how have they? How, what's the feedback been like? Have they really really enjoyed it? It's it was a lot of hard work to put together, but yeah, mm. all the feedback came in and it just made it so worth it. Like they absolutely loved it. Uh, obviously, it can't quite replace real camp, but no. it's, it's been really good, really supportive feedback, and just. I think as soon as they get that box as well, we started getting flooded with messages to be like, this is so cool. Like, we can't wait. Um, so all of that was just, really positive as well. I think just so anything, just anything a little bit different. Like my little boy was getting little baking things through the post that his nana had um, organised. And, you know, just having that come through the post and to be able to just do an activity together that normally I, you probably just wouldn't bother doing. Yeah. And then, you know, when you when you're forced in the loveliest way to cook to cook together something that you probably wouldn't normally cook yeah it's lovely and you you suddenly go oh this is really nice why don't we do this more often so hopefully it'll it'll get those families as well doing a lot more together during yeah. you know not being able to get out as much well I mean it's getting a bit better now isn't it but you know it's a nice way to get families to kind of bond whilst mm. at home yeah and not even realising it, they're so busy doing the activity. Yeah. Like the bonding's a second thought, even though they're learning more about each other and they're enjoying the time. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have like a like a hub? Have you got like an online kind of hub that everybody goes and like a chat room type thing? Yeah, so it's on it's done through Moodle, but it's called Camp in the Cloud. And it's again, people can upload photos, they can chat on the right. forums to each other. And it's yeah. really nice. It's really cool to see all the pictures come in during the week of what they've been up to. It's really nice. It's quite nice as well because it's a really safe space for children to chat as well. Yeah. Um, you know, because obviously it's a little close community, isn't it? So yeah. as well, the parents can, you know, rest knowing that their kids might be online chatting to other children, but knowing full well that they are definitely other children and it's all safe and, and lovely and yeah you know children that they have a lot to chat to about because of their disabilities or illnesses it's it's so nice as well like seeing them share that as well on the messages to each other and like talk to each other in a supportive way yeah um, i think especially during like lockdown um because with a health center you're already kind of isolated but then add that in as well it's so much more so mm. it, it, yeah it's really really cool to see i think one of the best things for us as well is, although this was made to deal with the current situation, we couldn't do residential camps. This is something we'll probably keep because it allows us to reach kids maybe in, in hospitals or who couldn't get yeah. to camp. I know you can still have a taste of camp, even if you can't make it that year because of other stuff going on in your life. We, we can bring it to you, which is really, really nice. That is, it's a lovely idea. I suppose that's one, one positive you can take, that you've actually got this new little aspect 
that is is good like you you don't think obviously there's some kids that will be in hospital that will be desperate to go and just having that little package arrive could be the the difference could change their day completely you know from being a dull day in hospital to really fun exciting one yeah all of a sudden you've got like your t-shirt you're making your escape room boxes it's like it's yeah it's it's like we have to trial out the activity sometimes before we go for the year and it's so much fun. <laughs> you end up in gross, you're like, Oh, I'm supposed to take notes. Sorry, sorry, I got a got a bit ahead of myself there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really carried fun. away with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. So you have talked about like all the activities that sound very um well, hands on. do you incorporate toys ever into kind of the, the camps or is it all more just like very activity based so we do uh one of the highlights every time doesn't matter what activity we've put on could have an inflatable assault course could have a zip wire canoeing uh and we'll always get feedback that families absolutely love board games they always love board games and hot chocolate night every single time absolutely love it because it's again it's bringing the families together just allowing that play and even so even when we're not a family camp before at HC or sibling camp, uh, they play board games in the evenings with the volunteers or over lunch break. And it's always absolute highlight. And then we get messages like, what was that board game I was playing? So they can get it at home. So we, uh-huh. so when, yeah, when we started sending out family boxes, we started including board games in the boxes because we knew uh-huh. how big a hit they were going to be. And again, we get pictures sent in of the whole family sat around playing a board game together and just continuing camp for as long as they want to because they can just pull the board game out on a Friday night and it's like a little bit of camp all over again. It's a nice idea because it's funny, like, really, you only tend to play board games at Christmas, don't you? <laughs> and and then you put them away for a year when actually they're actually really quite a nice thing to do as a family because, again, there's no escape in it because board games normally go on for at least half an hour. Yep. So you, you you've got to you've got to be invested, and everybody wants to win. So you're gonna be, you know, it kind of again forces, but in a lovely way, families to sit down next to one another and and do an activity together, do play a game together. It's one of the most the funnest parts of Christmas, isn't it? When you're like you've got a bit of competition, or especially if they're little team ones as well, are great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean. It can cause a few family arguments, but, you know, that's part of it as well, isn't it? We, <laughs> Learning to get through that. <laughs> we, we also use, like, um, sometimes we use other toys as well. So a big part of, like, what we're trying to do, reflect on on what they've done. So there's another kind of, like, toys where you've got, like, these building materials where you can create scenes and that kind of stuff so you can build bits and pieces. And what we do with some of our younger teams is because they might not want to share, like, their favourite part or best memory of the day. We get them to build it and then describe it through that. Oh, so we can use those toys as well to help them like reflect on their achievements that day. That's quite a cool one for kids who don't feel like they can express or at the age where they can express exactly what their favourite achievement is. And then they can kind of show it, especially for kids that are a bit more shy as well. That's lovely. So they'll do it in, in a more expressive way through through like a piece of art or yeah. you know a little little model of something. That's a really sweet way of doing it. Do you find a lot of the children actually quite enjoy explaining things that way? Oh, yeah. You're like, we've only got five minutes left. They're like, no, we need longer. <laughs> They're so into it. Um, but it's really cool because then at the end of the day, they can come back to their cabin and they've all of these like, little pieces built from their team. 
Yeah. So you remember, okay, I remember Harry did that. You know, Mary did that. That's their memories, and that's what they've done. And then you've almost got a model village of like all the achievements of the whole team, like in a little part of your like your team area. It's really, really cool. Oh, and the, the, when it's the camps that you know the physical camps, do they take them all away with them to keep and things? Yeah, they can take bits and pieces as well, and they're like their crafts as well, because that's a big part of it. Like you, you do all this, and you, you, you create all of these memories, and you remember that oh, I can do this and that. But sometimes, like in life, you can forget that stuff. So we try yeah. to create it where they bring stuff home. So, you know, I, I'm about to do um, a speech for school and I'm thinking I'm not too sure if I can do it. But I look up in the wall and I see, oh, there's a cert from when I um, did a big drama piece in front of the whole of camp, a hundred and something people. And then it's that reflection moment, like, actually, do you know what? I can do this. And then, do you know what I mean? They would go on and do yeah. those kind of other elements in their everyday life that you're trying to help support yeah. them to get that confidence to do. It, it rem- reminds them that they have achieved something and they can, yeah, carry on do it, doing that and, you know, striving in life, really. Um, so you touched a little bit on, obviously, COVID and having to change the way you did camps. Um, so how has it affected you guys? Has it, uh, you know, well, yeah, you tell me. <laughs> I mean, everything, like, yeah, camps had to stop completely, which was devastating to us the campers families like it was just everyone was really supportive like the families all kind of obviously understood the decision um but it was still just all of us were like this ah we've got to do something which is how camp in the cloud came about so it yeah it feels like it's changed everything but as you said like because we can take it forward there is that like silver lining that's happened so it's been good absolutely yeah it is it's just it's nice to have the a little bit of something where you can go actually we can take a po- one positive from this situation <laughs> moving forward. I think we're all trying to clutch at positives yeah. <laughs> that we can take, aren't we? Anything. <laughs> and just quickly to touch on the um, sibling sibling camps. Obviously, I'm ass- I'm assuming the siblings are all um, you know just able bodied children without illnesses. They're just the brothers sisters of the the poorly children. So they come completely on their own. So, yeah, we'll do a week-long camp. So we'll do a HC and a sibling, um, both a week-long. But at the sibling ones, yeah, they can come and they can... Because in their day-to-day lives, they might be sort of like a bit of a carer. They might yeah. not be able to do some things because, obviously, they're looking after their sibling or their parents are looking after the sibling. Uh, so it's just time for them, again, to just relax and just be themselves and talk to other other children their own age that understand what they're going through because yeah. a lot of their peers from school or their day-to-day lives might not understand like actually what they go through on a day-to-day basis. Mm. Do you find that they're um they're a lot more mature than than like someone their age normally because I suppose they've got to have grown up really quickly if they've got a, a you know a sibling that are kind of dependent on them that they've got to help look after. I think they can be it depends if they're the older sibling or the younger sibling but yeah so right. like sometimes it can be like you you're almost shocked by their age and you're like oh okay so we've touched on activities you've definitely mentioned a zip wire which sounds exciting (laughs) i had a bad experience with one of those the other day and nearly knocked myself out but we we won't talk about that (laughs) i definitely needed somebody there helping me without a doubt um but what other kind of activities like that do you guys offer so we do a whole range. So obviously we have the bigger activities, like the more active ones, which we've spoken about. But then we also have like some more sort of low energy ones, 
where there'll be arts and crafts. So, if some, for example, we've done like graffiti art and tie-dye t-shirts at camp before. We also do sort of like mini uh, like games or sports sort of activities um, and drama activities. One of our one of my my favorites is uh, we get the campus to make a movie. So they do like a mini movie. Our media department come in and film it, and then when we do the movie night, we actually use them as the trailers. So it's really cool. It's like it's full circle. It all comes back and they get to watch themselves. Oh, they must love that. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, so we do that. We do a music one, which always a laugh. And we do like discovery ones as well. So for the younger ones, that might be like um, Superhero Academy or something. So they get to be really creative, just really imaginative. And it's really fun. But for all the activities we do, we have a TR model. So it's like our therapeutic recreation. And it's what makes us so different to sort of any other camp or any other residential sort of place you might go to and it's uh so we set a challenge and for every camper that challenge is going to be different so it's challenged by choice and it's the idea of them, them challenging themselves so for each person it's going to be it might be for one person putting on a harness it might be another person just touching the wall getting to the top of the wall trying painting if they're not a big fan of paint it you know using clay instead and it's making it work for them and then it's make, setting them up to be successful. So every camper uh, will be able to do that activity and every camper will be able to be successful so they can realise that they are capable of doing it. And then down the line, they'll be able to reflect, be it in cabin chat later on, be it watching the closing ceremony at the end of the week and seeing the photo of themselves doing it. They'll be able to reflect on that and be like, wow, I, I've done this. This is something I've done. Um, and then they'll be able to discover like a bit more about themselves and they'll be able to grow and learn and build more confidence. And that's how we see the real change in the campus, even in such a short space of time. There's more to it than it just being an activity. There's a lot kind of behind it. So, Paul, is there different skill sets then that they they kind of achieve from those activities? So leadership or... Definitely, yeah. We we create an opportunity for older campers to take like more of a designing their own activity to do with the younger campers to give them a chance to practice being role models and that leadership side. And then we have other games where they're lots of fun and you're having a great time, but Chantel's planned everything to be intentional. So like while you're playing these games, you're actually learning some social skills here and you're getting the opportunity to to talk to other people and kind of gain better knowledge on how to like socialize with people as well um and i think like one of the other activities Chantel touched on there was cabin chat so that is like at the end of every night as well um we get the campers in like a really cool setting they get a hot chocolate um and they get asked kind of questions where they reflect on their day but not only that we're trying to teach our campers to because in ireland and england you very rarely tell someone that they've done something well, even when they're close to you. Because no. we're creating that environment where you're like, do you know what, actually, George, you know what, Chantel, I've seen you do that today, and that was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And also doing that for self-reflective as well, where they're like, do you know what, I did do this today, and do you know, I'm really proud of it. And that, that's a really important part of it. So we've got this thing we call DLP. So instead of saying someone like, well done, we're, we call it describe, label, and praise. So I'm going... Chantel, that was great, the fact that you put on the harness and even went to the climbing walks. I know you're afraid of heights. Well done, that was brilliant. So I'm, I'm telling them why you're getting that positive reinforcement. And it's really important. Because um, we, don't, we don't tell each other how well they've done. Yeah, I 
need that every day. I might start suggesting it to my husband. Can you just give me, what did you say it was, Paul? D... DLP, yeah, DLP. yeah, yeah. The way you washed up after dinner was amazing. Keep it up and see you doing it next week. <laughs> the way you stack that dishwasher was just fabulous. <laughs> oh, but, that's uh, amazing. That's so interesting to know. And you, you see such a change about it as well in campers. And I think the one we really teach our volunteers as well is whenever you're doing it, it has to be genuine. Because like, a child will know if you're not being genuine, you know. And that's why we talk about that. Um, when they're filling out their information beforehand so you, so you know what's actually really important to them. So yeah. the first day of camp, we'll find out what their stretch zones are. So then we know when they've really achieved something, when it means a lot to them, which is really Amazing. important, I think, for, for our TR model and for making it happen and for building that confidence in the, the campers that come to camp. That's fab. So if, if anyone's listening to this and he's like, this sounds fabulous, which I'm sure everybody is. I mean, I want to come. Um, I'd probably just cry the whole time. I'd be like, oh, this is so brilliant. I think I'd just be in tears every time anyone achieved anything. Um, how would you apply to, to come on a camp? Have they even started again yet? They haven't started. We, you can apply currently to come to the camp in the cloud ones. And right. then further down the line, when we start residential again, uh, We'll either be sending out emails in the mailing list. So the best way is to go to our website, which is otw.org.uk. Or all over the social media. So we've obviously got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and people can see and we'll be putting updates on there. And then, yeah, if we go back, if, when we go back to residential, (laughs) we'll be able to announce it and then people will know that they can get applying. Amazing. And what's your Instagram handle for people who'd like to have a look at you on there? So it's OTWCamp. Perfect. That's lovely. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. If I ever get the opportunity, I would love to come down and just see how, you know, how the camps work and well, just experience a little bit of it. It'd be lovely to see. Absolutely. Um, but thank you so much for all the amazing hard work you're doing to give these families, you know, the the treats and fun that they deserve no no thank you for having us and we're all we're always looking for volunteers as well so you can get your application right. in and you're flying it oh brilliant so i can come come on the website and apply to be a volunteer so, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, i'm there done um, <laughs> and just just an important is one for anyone who is listening that all of our camps are completely free as well so you never pay a penny for anything you get to wow. experience so whether oh. that's Come with the camp, enjoying the activities, the stay, the food, everything is completely free because it's all fundraised as well to, to create this service for people who need it. That's unbelievable. I actually did not know that. It's a great point to end it off. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's been so lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. See you later. Wasn't that lovely to hear from Paul and Chantel and all the wonderful work their camps do? find out more about Over the Wall, you can head to their website www.otw.org.uk or their Instagram at OTW. And if you want more information on the Make Time to Play campaign, please visit www.maketimetoplay.co.uk or their Facebook and Instagram at Make Time to Play.